Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give be upon you. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Radio Islam. I'm your host, Tariq Alameen, and we are broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM, streaming live at WCEV1450.com. Now, if you're new to the Radio Islam family, well, let me slow down. I'm getting ahead of myself. Ramadan Mubarak, everybody. Blessed Ramadan to you. Now, if you are new to the Radio Islam family, we welcome you. Thanks for tuning in. We're on every day from 6 to 7 p.m. Central, coming to you from the wonderful city of Chicago, Illinois. Now, you can keep up with us by following and liking our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. That's at Radio Islam USA. You know, bring that back to me just just for, just for a minute. I need just give me a little bit more there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, it's been it's been one of them rough days, family. It's been one of them rough days. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm close to grabbing the the, the the scotch tape and putting it on my eyelids. Um. But as I was saying, you will find us at Radio Islam USA. And if you want to catch up on those episodes that you have missed, you can go to wherever you get your podcast and you'll find us at Radio Islam USA. So if you're on SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play, you'll find us. We're at, at Radio Islam USA. And lastly, if you would like to give us a call, uh, let us know how your Ramadan is going. Um, if you have a concern, uh, some good news, right? Good news is wonderful. Uh, I love good news. Uh, you can give us a call at 312-750-1178. That's 312-750-1178. Or just, you know, shout us out um, on, on Facebook. Matter of fact, I've got my Facebook uh, Facebook page open right now. I want to give my brother Amir Rashid a shout out uh, for sharing the stream, uh, letting other folks know. Uh, I think he is listening on TuneIn. So as I said, we're on all, basically all your major... Uh, platforms so um here we are and the intent for the night you know many of you know uh, who've been listening to listening to the program for a while you know that a lot of fridays we're either doing a book talk or we're doing a movie talk um we have we've had artists come in and you know it's it's more of a relaxed more of a relaxed feel uh for us on fridays but before we get too relaxed uh and too uh, out of uh, contact with with what the, with things that are going on, uh, I want to bring up one one particular story that um, that kind of caught my attention, and simply because we all have mothers. So I saw this uh, this sister, and it reminded me of my own mother. She's uh, this is a, a older African American woman who was. Um, she was pulled over. I think she was driving a, a lift or something like that. And she was pulled over uh, by the police. And I think she asked for help or she asked for, for clarification or something uh, to that effect and ended up being arrested. Uh, but not just arrested. She was basically dragged or, or yanked out of a car. And this is a group of white police officers around her, you know. And one of them got in her face and was used some really profane language with her, you know, telling her she didn't run anything or whatever else. Um, you know what? If I had that clip, maybe. Maybe I'll look for the clip on the on the break. We'll come back out. Maybe I'll play it. But they, um, 
but it was just totally disrespectful, right? And and they're they're calling her mama, something on or another. I can't remember what her last name is. But what got me about this is just this this attitude of disregard, uh, the disrespect uh, that comes with being. And I know, I know, I know, I know. Some of some of you, some of you will will hear it and think, "Yeah, here we go again," right? But I I ask for you and for me, right? We have to, if we're going to have real conversations, then we have to believe that the other person that's talking to us is being sincere, right? That it's not just a, a bag of complaints. It's not just a, a bunch of uh, uh, pissing and moaning. Right, that we have to believe that we are being honest with each other. So when I say that it is unsettling, to say the least, that even with age, right? You know, God gives us, uh, grants us uh, old age, allows us to to become the elders. Even with that, that is not respected. Unfortunately, we're used to seeing uh, young uh, African American men. Um, being, you know, cuffed up, or uh, we we are used to hearing instances of uh, instances of, uh, of, of brutalization, uh, Laquan McDonald's, uh, um, Tamir Rice. We we're used to hearing about that type of thing, but you figure at a certain point in your life that society would look at you and show some regard, show some respect, and that was totally absent, totally absent. Uh, in, in this uh, scenario and it just it just it bothers me it's sad uh, it's infuriating uh, and, and I'm not even talking about I'm not even talking about uh, what this does to how this further uh, distances community right because you could you could talk about me but if you talk about my mother that's 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 you know the, the gloves the gloves are off or on however you want to look at it. Uh, you can disrespect me, and I might, you know, I might let it ride. But if you disrespect my mother, and this was this is one of the mothers of the community, uh, and she was disregarded, she was disrespected, and it also made me think about the the sister that was also middle aged, older. Uh, sister, I think this is a California Highway Patrol uh, or a trooper or something like that, who, I mean, who was caught on camera uh, punching, punching her in the face. Now, the end result of all of this is that nobody is ever really disciplined. There's no, there's never really any consequence for this type of uh, disrespect. It's never, there's never any consequence for the loss of life. There's never, there's never a consequence. So the real consequence is a, a detachment and a disdain for the system and for, for those who represent the system. That's really the consequence. And you know, that's just not healthy. And, and that's not being recognized and it's not being dealt with. Uh, and I think I've, I've said it before, that I believe that this is also intentional, um, and I'm gonna back off of that. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop that, not because I'm worried about what I'm gonna say, just because I want to stay with the uh, just with the intent, which is to uh, embrace this 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 time we have, and 
try to relax a little bit, right? Because we know that we still, as I mentioned before, and we all know, we still have to go through our day. We still have to work. We still have to fulfill our responsibilities. Uh, and that can be a challenge and a chore um, along with trying to maintain the fast, not just the, the eating, right, and the, the not drinking, but all the other elements of it. So we want to celebrate this day uh, that, that Allah has given us. We want to celebrate that, that we are uh, edging ever closer to the uh, relief, not not to pick up the bad things, but just on the just to give ourselves that physical nourishment and to give ourselves the the uh, the opportunity to 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 gather with other believers uh, and break our fast and celebrate this day, uh, inshallah, that, that that's been given to us. So that's where we want to stay. And I'm wondering, do you have a particular? Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite Kari? A favorite reciter of Quran, Ibrahim. Do you? Do you have a favorite? Nobody's a favorite. Wow. Okay. All right. Exactly. But you not you don't have a top, but you got a few that you do like. Okay. All right. All right. That's that's fair. Um, but if you have a favorite, um, hit us on Facebook. Post on our on our Facebook page. Let us know who who's your favorite, uh, or, or give me your your top three and I'm not saying top three like they're break dancers right we're talking about the uh, three of the reciters that when you listen to you, you feel you feel a connection right you feel a connection to the word um, because th- there's something therapeutic about it I'll say this before I play this uh, segment that we're going to get into I was watching a program I think this was over in the UK I think and it was a gentleman going around. He had some headphones. And he was, I think, and no, he just had headphones. And he was letting people listen over the headphones. And he didn't tell them what they were listening to. And everybody listened. And obviously, you already know what it is, right? They're listening to the Quran. Um, but each person that listened to it, he asked them what they felt, what they thought. And everybody, their, their responses, I mean, to the letter was almost always, I felt really soothed. I felt... Um, I felt just at, at peace. Uh, one person said, I think they said they felt uh, a joy. And then when he told them what they were listening to, they were just, they were all surprised, right? So there is, within the recitation, because that in itself is its own science, uh, within the recitation, there is, there's a, the whole body uh, is engaged. I mean, it's really, it's not just your, it's not just you saying words, right? But it's a, it's a whole uh, physical and mental and spiritual uh, um, immersion uh, that's taking place, and and that's responded to when people hear this, hear this word. So, as I said before, on Fridays we have had some, uh, we've had some great artists, Muslim artists that have come in and shared their craft with us. And there's one group, and I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to make any bones about it. I'm going to tell you right off I've really actually never been one I've never had anything against uh, Nasheeds at all I just have not really been one who's listened to a lot of them right I mean I've listened to you know like the 99 names you know of Allah things like that um, but it's its own uh, genre of music has you know their own following but these brothers that came in they really allowed me to, to, to get a, a fresh look at it 
uh, and just appreciate their artistry and uh, their technique and, um, and, 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 and their message. You know, it was, it was it was really wonderful. So we had Nameless Nasheed in. They were in studio March 16th. So if you want to hear the full, uh, that full uh, uh, interview, that full program, go to SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast, and you can hear the full uh, episode. But I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of the recitation, <clears throat> uh, a little bit of that recitation that the brothers did when they were here. And... Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm plugged in. Yeah, yeah, I'm plugged in. All right, so we're already having technical issues. Um, I'm not in. Okay, I'm not. I'm. I'm not plugged in. I thought I was plugged in. So we're gonna come back to that. All right. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and take a short break, really short break. And when we come back, we'll go ahead and we will. Play that from Nameless Nasheed. This is Radio Slime on WCEV 1450 AM. We'll be back in just a minute. Radio Islam, the nation's first daily live call-in talk radio show, Produced by Muslims for the mainstream market. Radio Islam, on the air since 2004 because of your generosity. Radio Islam salutes its most valuable asset, you, our listener. From our producers to our interns, we appreciate your support. Thank you. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. I knew I was stuck at this kid's house for the night, but those guys snuck up on me to try and pull the hand in a bowl of warm water trick. Well, that was enough for me. I went downstairs to sleep in the basement, even though it was pitch black. I left my sleeping bag upstairs, and that was a mistake, because it was freezing. I think it was probably the longest night of my life. To read more about the sleepover, check out Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Last Straw, by Jeff Kenny. Explore new worlds and check out more cool books at your local library, and visit read.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam on WCEV 1450 AM. This is your host, Tariq Alami. Now we've got it. Now we've got it. We're going to go ahead and take a listen to Nameless Nasheed. Uh, and they actually have their, they have their own Facebook and uh, Instagram. So if you like them, then check them out. Support them, right? Let's make sure we're supporting good work. All right, so here we go. Uh, Nameless Nasheed. Two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Right, okay, that's fine. Um, we're, not, we're not counting. Yeah, yeah, we got some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
ألم تر أن أرسلنا الشياطين على الكافرين تؤزهم أزا فلا تعجل عليهم إنما نعد لهم عدا يوم نحشر المتقين إلى الرحمن مفدا ونسوق المجرمين إلى جهنم وردا لا يملكون الشفاعة إلا من اتخذ عند الرحمن عهدا وقالوا اتخذ الرحمن ولدا لقد جئتم شيئا إدا تكاد السماوات يتفطرن منه وتنشق الأرض وتخر الجبال هدا أدعوا للرحمن ولدا وما ينبغي للرحمن أن يتخذ ولدا إن كل من في السماوات والأرض إلا آتي الرحمن عبدا لقد أحصاهم وعدهم عدا وكلهم آتيه يوم القيامة فردا إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات سيجعل لهم الرحمن ودا فإنما يسرناه بلسانك لتبشر به المتقين وتنذر به قوما لدا وكم أهلكنا قبلهم من قرن هل تحس منهم هل تحس منهم من أحد أو تسمع لهم ركزا Okay. Um, alhamdulillah. That was a uh, that was that was that was great, right? That was great. Uh, and there are so many, um, so many different reciters and uh, their different uh, styles of recitation. And I didn't ask him. Do you recognize what style that was? Hops. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. I like that very much. Um, so somebody. Uh, I think it was Khadija. Uh, I just looked and somebody had us on Twitter. They told us their uh, Ramadi. Are you familiar? Yeah. You want to pull them up? All right. So yeah, we're going to go ahead. We'll we'll take a listen uh, to something. Uh, in, in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, is this a month that you have? Um, like for those who are setting Ramadan, Ramadan goals, uh, how is the how is the reading going? Is everybody up to speed, or or is that even a uh, is that on radar? Are you saying that I'm going to make sure that I finish the entire Quran uh, th- this month, or are you or are you simply it's not a, a judgment at all? I think I talk, talked about this before, before, or are you just trying to make sure that you are being conscious? 
in your reading and that you are getting, um, you, you know, you're really uh, getting the most that you can out of it because, you know, I mean, truth is reading can become, you know, if you're not paying attention, uh, it can become just like anything else uh, where it's just a, just a, a, a ritual or you're reading almost like driving, you know, you could be driving somewhere and you look up and you are where you, you know, you, you pull up your destination and you don't remember how you got there. So, you know, you get to the end of the, uh, the surah and you don't really remember everything that you've done. But I'll tell you, I'll share a little something. I'm sure that I'm not the only person. I know I'm not the only person who does this because I got this from somebody else. Uh, that, that one of my teachers. And that is, as I read, I'm, I'm taking notes. Uh, and of course, that will take you, that prolongs the time, but it is much more beneficial. Uh, and where, where, uh, it, where it states in the Quran that the reading uh, in the morning, right, that it carries its, its testimony, the reading in the morning, it, it impacts the rest of the day. But it's not simply a, a superficial reading, but it's a reading with understanding. It's a reading with reflection. Uh, it's a reading that really does what um, what Allah did with Adam, uh, and that is breathing uh, of his spirit into him, right? Bring, breathing a spirit into him to motivate him and to move him about. So that's what the reading, uh, essentially, that's what it does. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a way for us to be uh, energized. It's a way for us to be directed. And it may take a little bit longer to take those notes. It may take a little bit longer if you are, uh, especially if you are approaching the Arabic as a non-native uh, speaker. Um, you know, you may have to pull out your dictionary and look up some words and, uh, and you know, get, go for further clarification. But the benefit is, is understanding, and it's, it's something that you can grapple with throughout the rest of the day. So it really does carry its testimony. So how is it going, folks? We got it? Okay. You can tell me when we come back from this. So we're going to go ahead. And this is a, you said that's a Ramid? Ramadi. Ramadi. Okay. So this is Ramadi. We're going to go ahead and, which, which surah? Surah Nisa. Oh, Nisa. Okay. All right. Here we go. لا تقسطوا في اليتامى فانكحوا ما طاب لكم من النساء مثنى وثلاث ورباع فان خفتم الا تعدلوا فواحده او ما ملكت ايمانكم ذلك ادنى الا تعولوا وآتوا النساء صدقاتهن نحلة فإن طبن لكم عن شيء منه نفسا فكلوه هنيئا مريئا ولا تؤتوا السفهاء أموالكم التي جعل الله لكم قياما وارزقوهم فيها واكسوهم وارزقوهم فيها واكسوهم وقولوا لهم قولا معروفا 
وابتلوا اليتامى حتى اذا بلغوا النكاح فان انستم منهم رشدا فادفعوا اليهم اموالهم ولا تاكلوها اسرافا وبدارا ان يكبروا ومن كان غنيا فليستعفف ومن كان فقيرا فليأكل بالمعروف فإذا دفعتم إليهم أموالهم فأشهدوا عليهم وكفى بالله حسيبا للرجال نصيب مما ترك الوالدان والأقربون وللنساء نصيب مما ترك الوالدان Okay All right, we almost got caught with our, um, with our mics down. Uh, <laughs> we're sitting up there looking and listening to different uh, Kari's, different uh, reciters. Um, there is a brother, and his name is Sheikh Hadi Toure, which I was just, um, I was just, you know, like introduced to him. And this just uh, i mean he does multiple i mean like like many uh, i shouldn't say that's not something that's exclusive to um to one particular but you know for the for the individuals that go and uh and study uh recitation become hafiz uh and learn the different styles of recitation uh but he does he'll do like five or six uh, yeah, five or six verses in one, say, say if it's in um, Hafs and then Wash and then um, whatever other, right? So he'll 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 do the same ayats, and then but doing them all in different uh, different styles of recitation. And it's um, yeah, it's it's just it's a beautiful thing. It's it really is. So, do you find yourself? Let me ask you this: um, Do you find yourself feeling more? Um, connected when you're hearing or when you're reading? Usually when I'm reading myself. Oh, really? Usually. Okay. But sometimes, I don't know. Oh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I can hear you. <laughs> um, I was saying, usually when I'm reading myself, mm-hmm. I feel more of a connection because I can do it at my own pace and think about things at my own pace. Um, and it's just more of a it requires more effort and more of a connection from me but before I had, I remember like hearing um, certain suras for the first time or seeing, hearing certain verses being recited that I wasn't familiar with at the time or whatever mm-hmm. and it also gave me uh, depending on the reciter and on the circumstances and everything uh, it also can give me a very deep connection and very profound like realizations you know about the verse and stuff, um, so both, I guess. When you're listening, uh, as somebody who speaks uh, Arabic, when you're listening, are you okay? Hold that. So, thought. all right, yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll carry on. All right, so, um, 
we're a small crew, so Ibrahim's going to go ahead and, and grab the phone. And um, for me, it is definitely, um, I think it is definitely, my connection is, it definitely is in the, in the reading um, itself because it's in that pondering, it's in the reflection. Um, and it's interesting because it's not always what I'm actually reading, but it's the, it's the thought, it's the stream of consciousness that introduces, right? So that, and that to me, I think, is a part of the, the, the miracle uh, of the Quran, uh, the fact that you can read an ayat one day and then read it the next day and come away with two, two completely different, um, uh, two different ideas, or awarenesses. Okay, Ibrahim is back. Let him go ahead and finish his. Uh, so, what were we talking about? Uh, so, uh, we're just talking about uh, which, which makes you which which one do you have a deeper connection with, with the reading or the, uh, the um, the recitation. But then I was asking, as someone who, um, who who speaks Arabic, when you hear when you're when you're listening, um, is it autom- is it automatic? That that translation because these words mm-hmm. have so many the the meanings are so uh, they're so deep. Um, how is that? How is that process for you? Because, like I said, it's such a one word could have so many different so many different shades of meaning. Um, how how is that process for you? Well, it's interesting because well, first of all, I'm not a native speaker of Arabic, right? So part of my motivation for learning Arabic was to get that fluency to the point where, you know, like we're talking to each other right now, we don't have to like think about, you know, what are you saying, right? And then translate it in our head to get rid of that middleman, so to speak, the translation process. um, That was one of my goals, I guess, when I first learned Arabic, which was actually, it's been quite a few years now. Alhamdulillah. So, yeah, uh, I feel very blessed to when I hear a verse of the Quran or I read a verse of the Quran I don't have to go through a translation process or whatever in my head I can just like you know get the meaning Um, I don't uh, to answer like the kind of the second part of your question that's just part of the power of the Quran that there's um, it's just a very um it's very profound and very miraculous like it it has to be miraculous you know when, when you understand what it means and how it's said yeah and the implications i don't subscribe to the school of thought that the quran is like a riddle which everyone has their own you know <laughs> thing for which can never be deciphered and you know i don't really subscribe to that school of thought but um, certainly the implications of the verses that we read and the words that we read are so uh they're they're not from this world you know they're so heavy and so intense and it's yeah absolutely an amazing experience i hope everyone can i hope all my muslim brothers and sisters can um experience that uh you know just standing in the in the prayer praying yourself or listening to someone or listening to a recitation and not having that middleman Mm-hmm. Uh, between you and and the book is is really something beautiful that I hope we can all experience. Inshallah. Yes, inshallah. Um, now this is this is interesting, right? Because the Quran is a living, it is a living book, it is a living uh, recit- recitation 
uh, that we engage in. And by that I mean um, things that is it is it an it's an eternal uh, living book for 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 humanity, and um, our our understanding of it it's not static, right? So it's not a riddle. Certainly, it's not it's not a riddle, right? But a lot does say that it's you know he gives us similitudes. Um, uh, some of us he gives us metaphors. Uh, he gives us literal uh, language, but then there is a an element to it where as we evolve as a um, uh, as a species, as we evolve uh, humanity, our intellectual, our scientific, our industrial capacities continue to extend, then we find out that what well, we realize that a lot of that that is already in the Quran. Like there, there was some video I was looking at and it was talking about Einstein's theory of relativity, relativity about the bounce and all of that and how that's in the Quran, that actual language about by the heavens and its bounce and the earth and its uh, and its crack or something to, to that uh, effect. And this was not something that was known by mankind, by human beings, um, you know, a hundred years ago. It was not something that was known, but it was something that was already included in the Quran. As a matter of fact, there there um, there are references to subatomic particles uh, that I mean there was no microscope uh, during the time of the revelation Um, but I say that to say that what we feel comfortable in right now the knowledge that we feel comfortable in right now when we hear the crime being recited what we should know is that that understanding will continue to evolve Uh, it, it should continue to deepen because as a species, we continue to, uh, as a people, we continue to, to gather or uncover more uh, of the, the knowledge that Allah has placed uh, in the creation for us. So it would only make sense that our understanding of this book continues to, uh, to deepen. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, for the most part, as far as like scientific discoveries and things like that, of course, um, it's still catching up with the knowledge that's portrayed in the in the Quran, um, as far as like theologically, mm-hmm. that our theology could evolve over time, and then we can reject the theology of the people that came before. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm talking about depth. Yeah. Right. Depth, and and even uh, this idea of evolution building up, mm-hmm. not because uh, it's all connected. Yeah, I definitely agree that the Quran is something that. Well, one of my favorite scholars, his name was, um, he died like a few decades ago, mm-hmm. uh, before I was born, I think. Uh, but there's some recordings of him out there. His name was uh, Sheikh Muhammad Al-Amin Al-Shanqiti. He was a scholar of tafsir, the interpretation of the Quran. Mm-hmm. He made a very beautiful statement that um, when I think about it, it's, it's absolutely true. He said the Quran is an ocean that never ends. Yes. Right? So that you yeah. can, it's something that you can study forever and ever and never um, stop arriving at new realizations about yourself, about the universe, mm-hmm. about our relationship with Allah. Yeah, right. so in that case, yeah, absolutely. But water is always going to be water. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, alhamdulillah. Right. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and we have 
Sheikh Hadi Turi. And this is, we're going to play a little bit of uh, Surah uh, Saad. Okay. Thank you. 
Okay, that was uh, Sheikh uh, Muhammadul Hadi Tori, and that was from uh, from Saud. Now we have we're gonna go ahead and play next. Um, this is if you can be an OG, right? If you could use that terminology here, it is definitely befitting Abdul Basit. Um, is that who's over the guy? Yeah, it is, and yeah. I, I don't know for sure, but the story goes that maybe this uh, this video was taken and the the uh, audio was taken when he visited America at MCC in oh, the really? 70s or something like that. Okay. Um, but that's not confirmed, <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, which uh, which store? Ah, Duha. Ah, yes, yes, yes. My favorites. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والضحى والليل إذا سجما ودعك ربك وما responses from from the audience from the believers i love that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it's like this wow. is a type of well he was reciting the accent of uh imam warsh yeah um and then this is the type of practice of reciting called it's referred to as mujawad mm-hmm. which means it comes from the same word as tajweed but it's it's basically when someone is sitting down like they want to read the prayer yeah. Um, reading it that slowly, but it's a style, it's a practice of reciting, very popular in especially Egypt in the older times, mm-hmm. where the person would just sit down and recite like as slow as they possibly can. Yeah. Um, in order to decorate it and beautify, 
you know, yeah. with their voice as much as they can. So that's why I was like that. Alhamdulillah. All right. So we, we actually have another one in the same style, this Mujawid. Um And this is, once again, this is also Sheikh uh, um, Hadi uh, Toure. Yeah. <laughs> 
That is uh, Sheikh um, Hadi Tori. And one of the things I like about, um, particularly like about his recitation, is that I don't hear many deeper um, uh, voice reciters. Uh, and my voice happens to be d- deeper. So when you're looking for somebody to like kind of pattern after, or you can, you know, it just, it, I, like, I like the fact that he's got a deeper voice. That's it. No qualifiers. I just like that. But once again, I also like, uh, I just, I love the enthusiasm uh, from, the, uh, from the crowd. Uh, I just remembered your question you asked in the very beginning. What was that? 
talking about do I have any favorite reciters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would suggest one reciter that he's not super famous, but he's, he's pretty well known now. Yeah. His name is uh, Abdul Rashid Sufi. Oh, really? Him? Yeah, I think he's from, I think he's originally from like Somalia. He's leads in the Gulf somewhere. Uh-huh. For the, he's been there for a while. Uh, he's got a lot of recitations out. He knows all ten of the styles and really? yeah, he's really good. Oh, and uh, what's his name? Afasi. Uh huh. That's one of my my favorites yep, too. He's good too. Yeah. Okay. So say his name again now. Uh, what's so, his name? Uh, Abdul Rashid. Abdul Sufi. Rashid Sufi. Okay. All right. So Alhamdulillah. All right, uh, Radio Sun family. We thank you for tuning in. Uh, like I said, this was a relaxed, relaxed evening, uh, and uh, praise be to God. Alhamdulillah, that we have a program that we can actually. We can play some Quran on, right? We can listen and we can talk about that. All right, so Monday, uh, uh, enjoy your holiday. Enjoy the weekend. We want to thank our engineer over at WCEV, um, Leonard. Thank you very much, sir. We thank our engineer in studio, the impressive one, Ibrahim Baig. Uh, I'm your host and producer, Tariq Alameen. Uh Let's throw our producer credit over there to Ibrahim as well, right? We, we do this. This is teamwork. All right, and we thank our executive producer, Abdul Malik Mujahid, and we remind you the views expressed uh, by the host and our guests are theirs and are to be taken as a representation of Sound Vision Inc. And with that, good people, Ramadan Mubarak, have a great weekend, a great holiday. Um, yeah, just a great all around everything. And we're going to leave you now as we greeted you. Assalamu alaikum. May the peace that only God can give you upon you.